ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, this is the Weekly Pint. Uh, I'm your host, the Gnarly Gnome. If you are new to this this thing we do, this live show, uh, it's a happy hour. It's an excuse for us all to hang out together, have a drink, uh, and enjoy enjoy each other's company. Uh, but it is a show, um, which is why I was determined to have one today, um, even though we just walked in the door from a uh, busy weekend of camping. Uh, so I'm feeling way out of sorts, uh, chaos from trying to get everything unloaded from the car, dump it in the middle of the living room. So there's just a mound of uh, tents and uh, cooking stuff and dirty clothes and clean clothes and toys and just everything you can think of. is just this big giant mountain in the middle of the room right now. Um, and then coming down here and uh, throwing all of this together and trying to make sure we're ready to go live. So I'm feeling just way, way out of sorts. Uh, in addition, I didn't prep a lot of content for the show because I was camping. So, um, but because it's a happy hour, um, hopefully you guys know how to do this. Um, you jump on, tell us what you're drinking. I'll crack open a beer here in just a second and we'll have a drink together. Um, and I do have a couple things to talk about, but, um, anytime you want to talk about something, just chime into the chat. Um, and I'll pull that up in a second. Um, or you can, uh, I did turn the phone lines on so you can call in here to the show. It's five, six, seven, 70 drink. It's five, six, seven, seven, zero, three, seven, four, six, five. You can call in and take part that way or the chat pops up for a second, goes away. It'll come right back. Uh, the chat appears here on the screen. You can uh, listen that way. Um, if you are listening to the show uh, later via the podcast feed, well, thank you. Um, but uh, just know that you can always tune in on Monday nights, normally uh, around 930-ish. Uh, we are, what, 20, 20 25 minutes late? Whatever. <laughs> Um, but around 9.30, typically, uh, we, we jump on and we do this thing live. And it is fun to do live. Um, so do that if you, uh, if you, if you like the podcast. Um, let's see. Marco is having a truth. Uh, Josh says, um, hello, everyone. Then he comes back and tells us that he, is, uh, he just finished a Blood of the Unicorn. That is a red IPA from Pipeworks. Um, and then grabbed a Bodie from Columbus Brewing Company, which uh, sounds delicious. And then Julia is having the Sense Italia Pilsner. Uh, if you guys are not familiar with that, listen to last week's episode. I think that's what I was drinking. Let's see. Elijah is drinking Hibigon. That is uh, his Missing Link Ginjo beer. That is a sake beer hybrid. Uh, that sounds delicious. Um, <laughs> and then Marco points out that it is a, a Dippa uh, to, uh, to Josh, who is drinking uh, Bodhi. Um, if anybody does not know, uh, we call him a dip of Josh because that's all he drinks is double IPAs. <laughs> I'm going, uh, super predictable for me. I'm going with a lager. Um, I've been drinking a lot of lagers this weekend. That's not all I drank. Well, we will talk about what I, what I drank this weekend while we were camping, uh, in just a minute. Um, but I'm going to crack open, um, this watermelon lager. This is from Wiedemann Brewing Company. Uh, from their Wizard Works series. Um, these are not dated, so I don't know how fresh they are, but they were on the shelf, and uh, um, I have had it, and it was uh, it was good then, so I am going to drink it. Uh, let's see. Uh, the artwork is pretty crazy here. Um, Wizard. Oh, wait, there is a date. There is a date, and it is not good. <laughs> 
it's it's a logger. They they tend to uh, be a little more shelf stable than than other styles. Uh, the date on this, um, if I had seen this, I probably would not have picked it up. Uh, is seven seven of twenty twenty two. So it's almost a year old. If you are a beer store and you are uh, filtering in beers that are a year old with your fresh beers, uh, I don't know that that's nice. I don't know that that's a good thing to do. So I'm not going to say where I bought this beer from, um, but it was not from the brewery. It was from a beer store. Anyways, we're going to crack open anyways. It's probably fine. I don't I don't know what Wiedemann would say their uh, um, shelf life for their beers is, but I bet it's not a year. To be fair, it's not quite a year. <laughs> what, 10 months? Almost 11 months. All right. I mean, it still smells like watermelon. I guess that's a good thing. Um, that is on the right track. Let's see. It is uh, slightly hazy, um, but yeah, it looks like a, uh, a lager. We're drinking out of a common beer company glass. <laughs> Julia says, not going to expose the store. Sigh, puts the pitchfork away. If you guys know anything about me, if you listen to any of my shows, you know where I typically am buying my beer um, almost all the time. So it shouldn't be that much of a shock where I bought it from. Yeah, it, it smells, it definitely smells like watermelon too, but like watermelon candy kind of artificially. Maybe, um, Maybe some grassiness going on, too. Uh, it's also very hard to smell anything over my own funk since I have not showered for, I don't know, what, three days? Something like that. Um, the joys of camping. All right, I'm going to drink this. <sighs> yeah, um, not super fresh. There's still some watermelon going on there. Um it's fine. It's fine. It's definitely a little past its prime. Not what I remember it being sitting in the tap room. Uh, probably last year when I drank it last summer. Um, always check your dates. And if you can't find it on the can, <coughs> keep looking. Or um, I don't know. I don't know if I would say if you can't find a date on a can, put it back. But uh, this one was kind of hidden. So when you look at it, Typically, the dates, you'll find them on the bottom of the can, and this does not have any. Uh, it is over here. You can't really see that, but it's over here is where the date is. So, old beer. Sorry. Um, Marco says, how many cigars did you have? What is your favorite cigar brand and type? Oh, I didn't really count how many cigars. We usually uh, average... Uh, probably, this is going to sound bad, probably like three or four a day, <laughs> typically. Um, and then, uh, I'm also a pipe smoker. Uh, so, um, I'll, I'll puff away on a pipe while I'm making breakfast and things like that. Just when I don't really want to smoke a cigar. So, um, I probably, uh, in total between Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, so four days, I don't know, <laughs> 15, maybe, <laughs> Well, no, a lot of cigars. We go through a lot um, and a lot of beer. That's really kind of the extent of our camping experience. Uh, of course, I mean, we, 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 we putz around and kind of, uh, you know, have campfires and things like that. But uh, most of the time we sit around and we uh, 
Uh, we shoot guns and drink heavily and smoke cigars <laughs> and cook, eat food. We, uh, we like to, to make all kinds of fun food. Now uh, the kids do little, we do scavenger hunts and things like that for them. Um, they, uh, they ride around on a four wheeler and, um, things like that. Uh, my oldest brings, uh, uh, lots of Barbies and a Barbie camper and the Barbies just camp and, and, and she plays with that. Uh, the boy just tries to destroy whatever he can destroy, um, which uh, he's very good at. <laughs> uh, Craft Parenting Joe says, sorry I'm late, drinking Masthead Brewings. Svartalfheim? Schwarzbeer. What a name. Svart? Svart? Svartalfheim? Svartalfheim? How's that sound? Svartalfheim. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, I love Schwartz beer. You guys know that. Um, I did last week. I don't know if that was, that was probably after the weekly pint, I guess, uh, that I got to try their, um, uh, their Schwartz beer and it was really good. I, I enjoyed it. Very, uh, very roasty. It was kind of big, big, big roast, which I enjoy. Um, but if, uh, if you don't, um, well, you may not like it as much, but that was good. I haven't tried the other kind of classic styles that they just released yet. Um, oh, Marco asked, what is my favorite cigar brand and type? I don't have uh, a, a, an actual favorite, really. I don't have like a go-to. Um, I do have the cheap ones that I always keep on hand, especially this time of year. Uh, they're called Quorum is the brand, Q U. Q-U-O-R-U-M, something like Quorum. Quorum, uh, and then Quorum Shade is what I go with. And I like uh, typically size for a cigar. I like Corona. They're a little smaller. I'm very I'm a very slow drinker and a slow cigar smoker, so um, I need something smaller so that I'm not sitting there for hours while everybody else is done with their cigar. Um, so typically I go with something a little smaller. Um, but... Uh, uh, I, I, I'd like, so I, I always keep those on hand, especially if I'm mowing the grass or something. It's a little, it's a cheap cigar. So I don't feel bad if I smoke half of it and then kind of toss the other half out. Um, with that being, excuse me, with that being said, uh, I, I like to have a little bit of a variety so I can just try new things, uh, similar to kind of how I drink beer. Um, I like always trying new stuff. Um, so there's always just a complete random assortment of cigars uh, in the humidor. Uh, and I do have a very um, obnoxiously large humidor. It's an old mini fridge that holds uh, hundreds of cigars. So there's always all kinds of stuff to uh, to experiment with. Um, and we do tend to kind of jump around on, uh, on camping trips because we're just kind of sitting around outside the whole time and uh, there's not a lot else uh, to do other than uh, drink and smoke and uh, and eat. <laughs> we we ate some great food yesterday. We uh, we smoked a uh, a couple uh, pork butts, um, eighteen pounds of pork butt to be exact, because we had um, a lot of people that joined us just for uh, for dinner yesterday night. So we made a lot of extra food, um, but man, it was good. Um, and fried some fish. Uh, what else did we make? Um, we smoked some chicken, uh, the first night. Um, and then in addition to smoking the chicken, we also, uh, grilled a bunch of steak. So we had steak and chicken because why not? 
um, it's we have we have enough people that all kind of camp uh, together all at the same time. We have this little camping village we set up, <laughs> and um, so there's when you have that many people, it's fun because you can make a lot of different types of food and then kind of share stuff around. You don't have to just kind of be stuck with one thing. Um, so lots of lots of food. Uh, Marco says beer can chicken. Uh, no, that is so. This typically so my father in law was the one that did, did the chicken. He was he loves uh, uh, smoking chicken. He usually does beer can chicken. And this year he we were sitting around on Friday night and he was talking about uh, dinner the next day and he's like I I don't really want to do the beer can chicken. I'm you know it's it's a pain in the ass getting them off the beer cans and makes a huge mess and just don't really want to deal with it. And so I, I said, well, I think that the, the beer can is a bunch of crap anyways. Like, I don't think that, uh, um, that, that it really does a lot to your chicken. I think that, uh, as long as, especially if you're smoking it where you're already, you know, if you're going to go kind of low and slow with it, uh, you're going to be able to keep it moist and you don't need to, uh, shove a beer can up its butt to do it. Um, so we didn't use beer can chicken. We just, uh, you know, smoked it and it was, uh, it was moist and, and perfect. <coughs> uh, uh, Joe says I had a grape flavored cigar once it tasted that cardboard. I don't think I did it right. <laughs> no, the grape flavored cigars, uh, not, not great. Uh, in my opinion, I'm sure that there are lots of people that uh, love them, but whatever. Um, and Josh says it gives a use for terrible beer. Yeah, I mean, you can. I if I'm going to cook with beer, beer can chicken is is pretty far down the list of things that I want to do with it. I'm I'm more likely to to marinate something in it or turn it into some kind of a sauce or just use it to spritz something while it's cooking. Um, soak some brats in it, something like that. Uh, it just. It is, it, it, it's a pain. And I, I really, really, we talked again about this last week when we were talking about the beer chicken, beer can chicken beer that, uh, um, uh, that was it Purdue, whoever, uh, collaborated on. Um, I don't, I don't think it's good for you. I don't think it's good to shove a beer can inside of your food and then cook it at uh, a high temperature. It just doesn't, doesn't seem right to me, but. What do I know? I am definitely not a scientist, so um, do do whatever you want. Uh, as far as what I drank this week, and we could talk about that a little bit, because uh, I did, uh, we, we <laughs> mostly me, <laughs> drank a lot of beer. Um, I brought a few different six-packs that I worked my way through, some garage beer, um, and then some other stuff. But I brought, as far as beer... Uh, I brought the watermelon goza from High Grain, um, which was great. I drank um, uh, a huevo from Mad Tree, the Mexican lager. Um, shit, I should have written this down. What was the third six-pack of craft that I had? Uh, oh, um, Nelly's from Taft's. Um, and then, like I said, a bunch of garage beer. Uh, and then I brought, um, uh, well, I, I was at the store and kind of was very curious about, um, uh, the, uh, Sunny D seltzer. Uh, so I, I got a four pack of that and, uh, spoiler for, uh, the video that, uh, 
that I'm working on right now, the vlog. Uh, but it was it was kind of fantastic. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, it did not taste like Sunny Delight uh, very much at all. Uh, it was kind of kind of like a lighter version of Sunny Delight. Like it definitely had that kind of orange, that fake orange flavor. Um, but the fact that it was it was carbonated and and light and effervescent and um, kind of pulled it away from the sunny delight thing so much that um, yeah, I thought it was great. Um, point being, I thought it was I thought it was really good. Um, I would have drank the entire four pack if my wife didn't force me to uh, give up two of them. So I only got to drink two, but it was it was really good. Um, she got a bunch of white claw. Um, and I did drink a couple of those just out of curiosity. Um, I think I had, I know I had a watermelon. Uh, I had a strawberry. The strawberry is terrible. I, I, whatever. Uh, it's white claw. <laughs> you get what you get. Uh, and then a black cherry, something else. Um, anyways, <laughs> I heard that was your nickname in high school. Uh, which one? <laughs> I, I, oh, to Josh. Um, I love Sunny Delight. Sunny Delight was his nickname. Got it. Watermelon Weekend. Yeah, we had a lot of watermelon. We had we had actual watermelon too, but my kids ate it all. I didn't get any of it. Um, I even brought uh, tahine for the watermelon because it is delicious. And my kids just ate every single bit of it before it even made it to me. So whatever. As long as they're eating, I don't care. Um, they are both still awake too. That was the other bad thing about getting home and then immediately running down here. I didn't put the kids to bed. So they're both like upstairs. If you hear noise, um, hopefully they are so exhausted that at some point they just pass out. And then when I go upstairs, I just have to toss them in bed. If my wife doesn't do it already, <laughs> Joe says it's that way with berries at our house. Yeah. I don't know the last time that I've been able to eat a strawberry, uh, here at home because my kids go through them so fast. They, they will sit there, either one of them, with an entire pint of strawberries and just eat the entire thing, um, like as a as a snack. <laughs> they go through so much, which is fine when strawberries are cheap at the store, but it's in the when it's in the middle of winter and it's like you know seven dollars for a pint of strawberries. That's an expensive snack, um, and of course you can't just not get it for them. Um, anyways, like. Like I mentioned earlier, I don't have a ton of news that I pulled because I I, I was camping and uh, not only do we not have great cell phone reception, I just I just don't want to be on my phone. Um, so I didn't pull a lot. Um, however, um, leading up to the weekend, uh, I don't know what day it was. Today is the 29th, uh, maybe, maybe Friday. I don't know, whenever. The news popped up that uh, Funky Buddha is reacquiring the company from Constellation Brands. I thought it was a great topic uh, because we've kind of been talking about things like that happening for uh, the last few weeks. Marco says, still Monday. Didn't I, didn't I say Monday? I, I said Friday. On Friday was when the news uh, appeared, <laughs> I think. <laughs> um the uh um i thought it was interesting uh just because we're we're seeing more of this and i don't know if it's i still don't know if it's just a uh a coincidence that um uh, these things are happening kind of all at the same time uh or 
uh, if it is a bigger trend that we're starting to see with some of these acquired brands um, and people wanting them back or these bigger breweries um, realizing that uh, or bigger brewing uh, conglomerations, whatever you want to call it, are realizing that some of these brands are just not worth uh, the hassle of having them and that they can get a little money for them and kind of focus on something else. Uh, it's it's really interesting to me, but uh, the press release, uh, I did pull that up in front of me. Um, it says the founders of Funky Buddha, Funky Buddha Brewery, Ryan and Casey since uh, are reacquiring their Oak Island Park, Florida-based business from the Constellation Brands. From 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 Constellation Brands, not the Constellation Brands. Both the Senses and Constellation agree that now is the ideal time for the original owners to, to reclaim control of the company and focus on beverage innovation, new consumer experiences, and additional product lines. Its flagship beer portfolio, including Floridian and Hopgun, will remain available for distribution, and the founders are excited to introduce new products. Beverage innovation has always been a bunch of quotes that don't really say much. So we approach our 10th anniversary. It seems like the perfect time for our business to evolve and reignite the community's passion for craft beverages. <laughs> From traditional styles to experimental ales, uh, Funky, Buddha, Funky Buddha makes beers that create an experience, celebrate being different, and always keep things funky. The brand was acquired by Constellation Brands in 2017 and has had a successful partnership that expanded the brand's distribution. Um, that's the part that I'm curious about. Uh, let's see if it says anything here. We enjoyed working with Constellation. We learned a lot from them. As we embark on the next chapter, we plan to push boundaries and create entirely new drinking experiences in beer and beyond. Ah, man, that's interesting. Added Ryan since uh, owner and co-founder will be uh, serving good vibes on tap for many years to come. Uh, I'm curious what this does for their distribution because they did expand... Um, and does this mean that that expansion is going to shrink again? Um, or are they going to be able to keep it up? Um, and I don't have the answer for it. It doesn't say anything in the press release, but um, it is definitely interesting. Uh, and there is a lot of discussion in there um, about other beverages or product lines, new products, product innovation, drink innovation. Like There's just, I don't know how many different ways they can say it in there um, about kind of uh, the the direction that the uh, the company is going but that shouldn't come as a surprise because that's the way everybody is going um elijah says i will always celebrate a brewery going back to independent um yeah that's a you know constellation uh after letting go of um uh ballast point and then now funky buddha uh they still have some other craft brands um, it is definitely interesting on their part to, uh, um, let some of that, uh, let some of that go. <laughs> uh, craft parenting Joe says, got to get that SEO up. <laughs> it's, uh, um, I think it's bigger than SEO. <laughs> it is definitely, um, it is definitely a, 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 a real issue for a lot of breweries trying to, uh, figure out where they go as a company when a guy like me that um, loves craft beer and drinks almost almost I shouldn't say I can't even say that anymore drinks a lot of craft beer um, 
the fact that this weekend, uh, you know, I mean, yes, I drank craft beer, but I was also drinking freaking White Claw, and I drank Sunny Delight Seltzer, and I drank Moonshine, and I drank whiskey, and like I'm, I had a bottle of wine one night. Like I, the the amount of different products that I'm consuming uh is doesn't that's that's not abnormal for the average consumer it is where things are going uh beer is not king anymore it is uh all of the other stuff especially spirits and um i th- i think you're going to see a lot of a lot of breweries that were dragging their feet about moving into other um beverage lines i think you're gonna you're gonna see them finally give up and be like you know what we 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 have to diversify a little bit what we make it won't be everybody but you are going to see a lot more of that happening um and i wouldn't wouldn't surprise me that we're going to see a lot of that from funky buddha going forward but again what do i know i'm just a just a drunk with a microphone (laughs) um but it was a fun weekend. Uh, I, I love camping. I love um, kind of unplugging a little bit. Uh, it's not completely unplugged, but um, we do our best. And uh, I did try to uh, try to try to shoot some video stuff. Uh, there's not much though, but you'll get to you get to drink some <laughs> Sunny D seltzer with me. Uh, Caroline says, "I feel like craft beer drinkers are more likely to drink a diverse uh, list of things versus macro beer drinkers." which is not always great for your local brewery. Uh, I would say yes, uh, but also no. Like I think while macro beer drinkers uh, typically kind of stick to their brand of beer, um, I think that there are a lot of people that drink other beverage products <laughs> that, uh, that that are also macro beer drinkers. So they, they may, you know, drink Miller Lite um, when they're sitting watching the game, but... Uh, they're also whiskey fans, and they're also drinking seltzer and things like that. Um, I, I think everybody is, honestly. I think I think every single drinker is drinking other stuff at this point. <laughs> there's just there there there's a lot of exciting things happening in every kind of category right now, and people are seeing that and uh, uh, more willing than ever to. Uh, to jump in and uh, and and just and try it, so that's what I think. But uh, I, I I don't think it's I don't think it's the end of craft beer <laughs> by any means. Um, but I think if you want to grow your business past a certain uh, point, uh, it makes sense to kind of look outside of that. Uh, Joe says more traditional beer for me. Uh, it's definitely I, I definitely drink more beer uh, than I drink anything else. Um, but I I can't. I can't say that all I'm drinking is beer. Like I am drinking a lot of other stuff. Um, and it's, it's very situational and you know, we can dig into that sometime, but uh, it's definitely, I am drinking probably more of a variety now than I have in a very long time. Uh, this week's brewcast is up. Um, we're on a roll, getting them up on time finally. <laughs> um, this week, uh, headed back up to Dayton, uh, recorded uh, with uh, the fantastic uh, Noah and Blake from Blake the Brewery Explorer podcast. 
Um, we were at Toxic Brewing Company, but we weren't really doing a Toxic Brewing Company show. Uh, just happened to be where we were. Uh, we just kind of talked about what they are doing with their podcast and what they love about craft beer. Um, so that was fun. And then uh, we have... Um... Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Next week's show, I am recording it um, tomorrow. So uh, hopefully... Uh, that'll be a fun show. I don't know what happens in the future, so uh, we'll find out. <laughs> it should be a good show. The The topic is good. Uh, the brewery that I'm uh, headed to uh, is good. A new spot for me. I haven't been there yet. Uh, a lot of people haven't been there yet. Well, we don't want to uh, spoil too much about where, where I'm headed, but uh, yeah, you guys will like it, I think. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, if you... Uh, already know me so those of you those of you who uh are patreon supporters uh you you get the episodes uh as soon as i get the video done i'm throwing it up on youtube and giving you the link to it uh, if you guys haven't seen that already um so feel free to watch it on there ahead of time uh if you catch something on there uh, i don't know if i've talked about this or not if you catch uh, a mistake or a uh, missed edit or something like that, uh, tell me because we gives us a little bit of a, a wiggle room then too, that I can still go back and edit the podcast episode and make sure I fix it before it goes out to everybody else. Um, so uh, do that. It helps. <laughs> um, uh, and the video episodes, even just in general, if you are not a Patreon supporter, uh, the video episodes uh, do go up uh, every week with the uh, the podcast episode. Um, and so if you prefer to watch it, watch it. If you prefer to listen to it, listen to it. Um, do whatever. Do uh, Consume it however you want to consume it is kind of, uh, that's my theory. So um, I'm making the video. <laughs> so uh, watch it if you want to. <laughs> uh, uh, I've, been, I've been recording videos for a while. Um, we may actually... Uh, we, uh, you guys may start seeing some historical, historical episodes pop up on YouTube also just to put them up there since the full videos exist. Um, Julia says, so I shouldn't wait to point those things out on truth beer consequences. If I see here, something I think needs to be called out. Certainly will let you know. ASAP. Uh, it depends on what it is. If it's something that you think needs fixed, uh, tell me, uh, if it's just something that's uh, that's funny, feel free not to. It hundred percent depends on what it is. Uh, use your best judgment. <laughs> it's part of the reason that I started doing the the videos early, though, um, so that I have a chance to to listen to it again, so that more ears can listen to it. Um, in general, let's put it this way, uh, not necessarily mistakes, just any kind of feedback. It gives you time to give me feedback ahead of time. <laughs> Caroline says, maybe remind him about show notes stuff. Uh, it is uh, very frequent that I uh, update the show notes after the show goes live. <laughs> very frequent. <laughs> um, and typically, uh, so the show notes themselves, I don't think that's something that the podcast feed picks up on quickly. Like if, if I publish an episode uh, at midnight on Monday, like normal, and then we'll say at 5 a.m., I change the show notes. Uh, it's probably going to take a little while before, it, like 
populates back into everybody's show notes, uh, if at all. If you already downloaded the episode, it's not gonna it's not gonna do anything. Uh, if you go to the website, obviously it'll have changed. But once you download the episode, it just is what it is. You got to delete the episode to get it again. Um, so that's a problem. Uh, I recognize that. I need to be better about my show notes. There's just so much shit going on. Um, <laughs> Julia says, you want me to use my best judgment? That thing still tells me to touch a cactus every time I see one. Yeesh. <laughs> Uh, last week's episode published without a description. I had to add it in after the fact. I mean, it, it happens. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> it is. It's science. Um, anyways, that's that's really all that I have you for you guys uh, tonight. Uh, and um, frankly, I'm exhausted. My house is destroyed. Uh, my kids are insane. And I got to get up and work tomorrow, so... Um, and, and record a podcast. So I have to clean the podcast studio. You guys can't, you can't really see how destroyed it is, but uh, there's crap sitting here. And this whole side looks like a, some kind of a storm came through it. Um, so I have to get all that picked up and organized before I dive into the work week. Um, so that's that. Um, Elijah says, Saturday's Missing Link Fest. Uh, so excited. I am so excited, and I hope I make it. <laughs> um, I will definitely have I have three events that I uh, really hope to get to. Um, uh, Dogberry is doing a uh, a party for their, their Mug Club members, um, and it's also the official grand opening, official, uh, of their uh, food partner, um, Boombox Sliders, which are just absolutely incredible. If you guys haven't been there to uh, to eat yet, full disclosure, I do uh, work with them in the in my business side of, of life, um, but uh, the food is absolutely phenomenal. And um, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to get out there early and then afternoon get over to Oakley for the uh, Oakley Beer Fest. Um I think that'll be good. Going to record a podcast there. Um, so that gives you guys a sneak peek of the following week's episode. So not this not this coming Monday, but the Monday after that, I guess, would be that episode. Let me check my calendar and make sure I'm, I'm telling you that right. Yeah, so that is... Yeah, it would be the 12th i believe is the uh, oakley beer fest um episode if i'm looking at this calendar right yes um uh, and then after that uh if i don't hang out too late there i'm gonna try to swing by uh, missing link to uh, uh to relax a little bit <laughs> after what's gonna probably be a very long day um so that's my plans. Uh, we'll see. We will see how it works. <laughs> if you guys don't know already, uh, sometimes things get a little, uh, a little chaotic in my life. <laughs> uh, Elijah says, I'll be in Northside all day Saturday. Feel free to find me and say hi if you are out missing link. I assume that goes for everybody on the chat. If you, uh, if you see Elijah, go, uh, go say hi. Um, anyways, we'll talk to you guys 
next week, next Monday, uh, unless there's something chaotic going on, which uh, is very possible. But if I was able to figure out a way to make this show happen, um, I don't, I don't foresee anything next week that could stop it. <laughs> so, uh, thank you guys. Um, thanks for the support. If you like this show or any of the shows I do, always remember that you can go to thegnarlygnome.com slash support and you can join the um, uh, the uh, the gnomies, which is uh, it's Patreon. <laughs> uh, Caroline says, "Is the weekly pint a new podcast feed?" My apparently secret all the podcast feed stopped working. Um, I will have to check and see why your all the podcast feed stopped working. It shouldn't have. It should, um, it should be working just fine. Uh, but I don't know. I will. I will check it for you. Uh, what podcast app are you using? Before I jump off and um, I can test it for myself. So. Or you, or you can tell me what your podcast app is or send me a message afterwards. Um, yeah, there is a, uh, a super top secret, um, all the podcast feed, which uh, I, I don't, I, there, there are some people that share out the link to the show and um, don't mistake what I'm saying here when I tell you this, because I appreciate anytime somebody ever shares out the link to my show. But they, when you share it out from the super secret, all the podcast feed, uh, people are going to get other shows that they don't necessarily want if they subscribe to that feed. Um, sometimes people don't want to listen to the weekly pint or they don't want to listen to drinking with the gnome. Uh, uh, they just want the brewcast. So if you're going to share the show, share it from its actual feed or from the blog post on the website. Um, I think that just should, if you're going to share it, share it. This is, that's, that's ridiculous. Share, share whatever you want. Do whatever you want. Uh, don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, I'll I'll see your 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 chat next week. You'll see me here, same place, same time ish, nine thirty every Monday. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Have a good night. Um, go drink some beer. Um, I, I did testing uh, this weekend also. Um, not only does beer taste better when you're sitting outside in the sunshine, it tastes even better when you are camping and you're not showering. Science. That was my uh, experiment this weekend. I do these things for you.